Back to Happy, A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up is a small but powerful book about healing from one of life's greatest tragedies, the loss of a child. It's about love and sadness and being human. The nine lessons in Back to Happy are intended to be food for a broken but awakening soul. Healing from grief and loss is possible. Finding joy again is possible. Back to Happy, in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook at Amazon.com. For more information, visit backtohappybook.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman. And I'm back with my favorite empowerment strategist, Julie Riesler. She's also a life coach. She's got so many great certifications and she works with people to really help improve their lives on so many levels. And she's also a specialist in mindful eating. And we recorded our first podcast about emotional eating and we wanted to go just a little bit deeper. And so that's what this is all about. She's hosting a retreat about mindful eating. Julie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk further about this. Um, you were so candid in the first podcast in talking about your own challenges with emotional eating and you just have so much to offer. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, uh, let's let's go a little deeper, as I said, sure. and talk about some of the things that you might cover in the retreat. What am I hungry for? And I think that's a great place to start. What are we hungry for? I mean, there's so many reasons why we turn to food, right. and so many people struggle with this. I I just feel like there's so many people out there that have yeah. have uh, issues around emotional eating and. That's a great question. What Absolutely. am I hungry for? What are we all really hungry for? I think uh, you said it so well. And, you know, I, I want to just frame this by saying this is for anyone, This anyone that's struggled at any time, which probably is most of us, with, um, you know, using food to handle emotions. And, you know, whether you're carrying extra weight right now or not, it, it's it, it can be, you know, anyone that's dealt with this. And... What I think we're hungry for, you know, the, the program is, am I hungry? And the question is, what am I hungry for? Which you said. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's the best place to start. And it's different for everyone in every situation. Sometimes, you know, it's love and connection. Sometimes it's comfort. What am I hungry for? What am I looking for? What would I want in this moment? I've trained myself to ask that question and it's made a big difference. And so if there's something going on that's, that's frustrating or overwhelming or sad, I can pause and say, what am I really hungry for? And then that gives me a space to make a choice. Um, there's a phenomenal quote by Viktor Frankl that's, you know, uh, in between the stimulus and response is the power for man to choose. Mm. So it's in that space we get to choose. We, we won't have that space if we don't stop and pause. Wow, that's beautiful. I'm reading that book, by the way, for my yoga teacher training. Yeah, Are Man, you really? Man's Search for Meaning. Yes. I just got it yesterday. Oh, how funny. It had been one of the books on my on my list for a while. So it's funny you bring that up. There are that's no amazing. coincidences, Julie. Absolutely. <laughs> agreed. So let's talk about that. We turn to food for so many reasons, and you mentioned comfort. Let's talk a little bit about some ways that, because I don't want to go back, I want to go forward and talk mm -hmm. about positive ways that we can work on this to change the patterns in our lives. Um, what are some other ways to give ourselves comfort 
besides food to replace that that pattern. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's that's the question, really, because we need something in lieu of food. You know, it's like taking away your comfort blankie. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you've been using food for a long time, um, for those of you who understand this, this, you know, it might feel weird at first. So, some options, you know. And you might want to write some of these down and then add to it. Everyone's going to have some different thoughts. One, um, you know, for me, it's often phoning a friend um, and reaching out to get connection and support. I have like, a, you know, a group of people and I might um, make a phone call or just even leave a message. Hey, I'm feeling this or I'm really this. You know, usually when you start with I am and I feel like we talked about before, right. um, you can get to the, the root of what's going on. So connecting with others, whether it's phoning a friend or making a coffee date or Maybe it's getting out and taking a walk and, you know, smiling at people on the street. It's often getting out of that moment and, and shifting, you know, whatever it is you're doing. So it could be going to a different room even. It could be, you know, picking up your journal and starting to write. It could be sitting where you are and breathing if you're, you know, willing and open to doing that. If you have time, I know for me taking a bath mm-hmm. is a great source of comfort. A cup of tea, herbal tea, hopefully, you know not as much caffeine in our lives. Um, tea, something warm. Often I'm looking for something with warmth and comfort that's going to nourish me, that's going to make me feel soothed. Sometimes just taking a nap is, oh, more, is all what we need. I love naps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, naps are phenomenal. Naps are really good. And curling up on the couch with a, a furry animal or you know your favorite pet is another good source of comfort. Happy Healthy You is all about mind, body, and spirit. And I think sometimes we are just hungry or we think we're hungry because we're bored. Oh, yeah. Can you address that? Because I think boredom is one of the reasons why a lot of us turn to food. In, Absolutely. In weaker moments. Absolutely. And especially in this culture, you know, in these day, day and ages where there's so much coming at us, um, I think we've often lost the art of slowing down and what feels like, you know, maybe a moment of quiet to some can feel like boredom. Good point. So, you know, reframing that moment is actually a moment to recharge your batteries, your internal batteries. We all have only a certain amount of energy every day. And if we're going nonstop, it can feel weird to pause and to stop. So number one, what might be boredom might actually be an opportunity to really shift gears and slow down and get in tune with what's going on in your body. Maybe it's taking a nap or resting or reading a book. It might be just laying down. It might be breathing. Um, and of course, there are many other ways to deal with boredom. I actually suffer not from boredom, but having so many fun things I want to do. That's the opposite. I have to learn to be more bored. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. My um, aunt Sally, my great aunt Sally, I loved her so much. She 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 was almost completely blind, but she oh, wow. always told us all how beautiful we were. <laughs> so we all felt beautiful, even though she really couldn't see what we looked like. But she used to say, uh, she used to get so mad at us when we would say, the grandkids, when we would say we were bored. She'd say, there are so many things to do. How can you be bored in this wonderful life? And yeah. every time someone says that, whenever my kids used to say that, I'd say, my Aunt Sally would not like that. So you need to find something to do. But I like that you said that about um, maybe boredom is really something we need to reframe because mm-hmm. a lot of times we are so go, 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 go. And we aren't really comfortable with sitting with ourselves and really just being still and Absolutely. in the moment. That's exactly. And that actually leads perfectly to 
you know, those moments that might be felt as boredom as we train and practice our brains to shift gears and reframe and look at it as a time to be mindful and peaceful and calm and quiet to go within. That's going to make a big difference when we want to, you know, reach for a piece of candy or a chocolate bar or something that's, that we're looking for something elsewhere rather than going within. So, um, for those that, you know, that might be a new practice to just be quiet and to breathe or to, um, slow down, that can actually feel weird for some, you know, and I get it. I actually was one of those people. Um, I've really, you know, worked to train myself to look at it differently. So that's actually could be a gift. Boredom yes. can be a gift that, yeah. Yeah. And I love babies who can self-soothe. That's yes. such a beautiful thing. If, if parents allow children to, to just lay in the crib for a few minutes when they wake up for a nap. And have you ever walked in on a baby and it, they're just so peaceful and happy just looking around their room? And it's yes. such a natural thing for them to be happy in their space. And, Absolutely. Which leads me, it's a perfect segue really to the other aspect of happy, healthy you, the spirit. And I think so many of us are really hungry for some connection to yeah. the divine, to a, a spirituality, whatever that is for them. And, um, I think just cultivating that, can you, can you talk a little bit about that and how that can help us with, with mindful eating? Sure. Well, and, and regardless of whether your spiritual practice, your religion, you know, I think what it is often that we, especially with more handheld devices and being on the you know, web, we can often feel in some ways connected and in other ways really disconnected. Mm -hmm. So I think what I'm hearing from you and what, what I know has, has worked well with both folks I coach and myself is really building that sense of connection, not only with others and with ourselves and the, and the greater, you know, universe divine. Um, it's, it's building that connectedness and feeling that oneness, you know, that we, we're all human beings on this planet. And regardless of our, background, religion, race, experience, weight that we might carry or not, um, there's a oneness there. There's a connectedness. So sometimes, um, you know, I know for me, it's, um, there's a lot of ways to do that. It might be, again, finding a book that really speaks to you on, you know, spirituality or mindfulness. Um, John Kabat-Zinn is is known for the father of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. He has a great book, um, wherever you go, there you are. Mm -hmm. That's a phenomenal book. There's like one page meditations. It's an awesome way to feel connected. There's one I remember that you could look at a tree. And I remember reading this page a couple of days ago and I was like, I have a whole new perspective. I walk by trees all the time. Do I think about, you know, being strong like a tree and moving with the wind and that, you know, trees grow stronger with, with higher winds and storms. Mm. What a great metaphor that, you know, the more difficult challenges we have, the stronger we become. And being rooted into the earth. Rooted, and, and exactly. And being flexible so that we can blow with the wind when the storms come. And, exactly. And dropping the leaves that we no longer need. And, exactly. And right on. Being exactly. open to receive the new growth that wants to come in in the spring. Yeah. Oh, trees are great metaphors. Trees are great. And it made me <laughs> want to go hug a tree. I'm a tree hugger. <laughs> right? It's going to make... So this that's a phenomenal book. There's a lot of great books out there. Buddha's Brain actually is a num- another great book um, and, and many, many more that really, if you're looking for a way to connect to something bigger, greater than yourself, Eckhart Tolle is phenomenal. Again, lots of great authors out there around this subject. Um, and again, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter, you know, regardless of your religion or whether you feel you're agnostic or not, you know, that it, you can't deny we're all human, mm-hmm. right? And we all share, 
you know, basically the same structure of being, you know, mm-hmm. last I looked. Um, and we all share this planet together, you know, trees, like you said, that's a great metaphor. And there's so, I mean, everywhere you look, there's opportunity to see connection. Right. right. And we're also afraid to, to bring up the subject of religion, but yeah. I'm a fan. I mean, religion is a great place to start. If you have a religion Absolutely. from your childhood that is particularly, meaningful or was meaningful to you, revisiting that is a great place to start. And Absolutely. if you find a church that doesn't quite feel right, keep looking, Absolutely. you know, and, and that, that's a good way to cultivate a connection with God or your higher power. I think just prayer, you don't need to go to church to pray. You Absolutely. Know? I pray all the time. My life is a prayer. Exactly. I feel like. <laughs> Absolutely. You can pray, you know, and, and prayer can be defined as having a conversation with your higher self. It could be, you know, it doesn't have to be in a church or a mosque or a temple mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it could be out in nature. Um, another great area is, you know, support groups lot of connectedness in, in various different kinds of support groups, and they're everywhere and uh, for every subject. Um, you could start one with your friends or people that mm. you could start, you know, a book that I love is The Artist's Way by oh, Julia love, Cameron. Love that. We I both know. love her. It's like my Bible. We that, need to start a, an Artist's Way group, I really think. I we think will. Be, it's yes. got to happen. I love that. I love that. She's got so many great ideas for, for cultivating a spiritual life. and Absolutely. And one of them is journaling, which we talked about yes. in the YouTube video. So take a look at the YouTube video Julie and I worked on together. Yes. It's, it's really good on our YouTube channel. Yes. Thank you so much, Julie. If somebody wants more information about your retreats and your yeah. work or coaching with you, where can they find you? Thank you so much. I would be honored to work with anyone that really feels like they would like to make a change. They might feel stuck, frustrated, hopeless, any area, you know, in, in, or, or just happy, but wants more, um, empowerment. So they can find me at empowered-living.net and all the information on the Am I Hungry retreat. And we also do webinars is on uh, my website. And again, check out your awesome YouTube video for, I know we have some information on journaling and, um, you know, this is something that the neat thing is that we always can make change. There's always hope until our last breath. Mm. Um, so there's always the opportunity to grow and learn, go deeper. And, you know, I take it on that every situation is a, is a growing opportunity. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Thank you again, my favorite empowerment strategist. <laughs> Thank you. I always feel so empowered when I talk to you. So Thank you. I can't wait to uh, cook some more with you. So yummy, come awesome back and, stuff. Yeah, yummy, awesome <laughs> stuff. Thank you guys. Thank you. Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up is a small but powerful book about healing from one of life's greatest tragedies, the loss of a child. It's about love and sadness and being human. The nine lessons in Back to Happy are intended to be food for a broken but awakening soul. Healing from grief and loss is possible. Finding joy again is possible. Back to Happy, in paperback, Kindle and audiobook at Amazon.com. For more information, visit backtohappybook.com.